0: Whether you liked Warlords of Drainer expansion or not, it was a polished piece of shit. So, like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Nerd on. What's everyone? What's everyone? Yeah. What is everyone? Keeping it in. Fuck it, we're going live. Uh, what is, everyone? What is? More, I need more coffee. What is? Clearly. <laughs> what is, everyone? Do
1: you guys remember we those do. old,
0: what's what, up? Uh, now it's... What is? What, what is, is, everyone? Uh, welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, the state of the video game industry as a whole. Uh, yep. Real Doing something a little different. Yeah. I thought we'd talk... Uh, it's, it's still nerdy. Still within the vein of what we do. Yeah. Uh, I'll start things off. Uh, I'm Corey. Ali, Josh. Tom welcomes all of you.
1: <laughs> Grandpa Tom is welcome.
0: Um, yeah, we just want to touch a little bit today on kind of... Uh, I like the, How did you phrase it before, Josh?
1: It's the state of and the true price of gaming. I love that. I well, love actually, that title. Well, actually, it sounds like
2: some Huffington Post it does. article. It does. It does. Some well, click-baity ass. Well, what's funny is Liberal I had a... media.
1: <laughs> I had a couple of people reach out to me that, first of all, love the show, but they were like... I'd really like to get your your guys's uh, thoughts on um well they they started with like the state of gaming and just like the Microtransactions and that kind of thing, and really, mm-hmm. so yeah, most
2: people ask me to shut up because they think I just cut people off on pretentious. Oh, yeah, no, no, no sure. that's me. That's no, me. that was
0: I'm pretentious, okay. yeah,
1: you're
2: pretentious.
0: Uh, but I agree, it's something that I think I've mentioned, we've all kind of mentioned on a few other every episodes. video game episode. We,
1: we, mentioned, talk about it. we mentioned microtransactions,
0: something. Yep. and um, and it's, it's, it's just a change, it's something, it is a change, it breaks my heart a little bit. Uh, we'll get into that, but and there's also a lot of good things that are coming out of the video game Can we games start with right the now. positive? Absolutely. I mean, and again, yeah, this
2: is this is my favorite. This is my shit right here. When we get to anal eyes with our anal eyes and yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, laser shit. Don't yeah. forget,
0: we're all gamers. Like yeah. we all, it's what yeah. I do with most of my free time. Yeah. Oh, oh. We, we um, still my wife lo- hates it, but yeah. loves it at the same we, time. We love it,
2: and it's growing with us, and it's learning, and we're learning, and it's adjusting. Because I mean, back in the day, it was just like on the cartridge and it's fixed
0: right yeah but yeah we're not oh, doing that simple technology so um but yeah there are some really fantastic and great things coming out of the video game industry right now and not only with uh gameplay and stuff like that but the the way that companies are telling stories through video games yeah. mm-hmm. uh i know josh you had a, a good time playing uh horizon zero dawn oh man I love year, that. Right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, played my fair share of, of games that really touched me right in the old heart souls. Yeah. Um, so let's, I want to dive into that a little bit, kind of, uh, what are some things that you're noticing that the video game industry is doing right? Tom, first. Straight up. Um, so I mean, one of the big things, <laughs> that, I don't know, one of the big things I really love, or one of the things I actually hate in a,
2: a video game. We're starting with the good stuff. First. no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> so one of the things I hate about some video games is that they tell their story through cinematic. They don't tell yeah. it through gameplay. And Mm so I'm a big fan, filmmaker guy. So I'm a big fan of like, show me, don't tell me. Show tell, yeah. Yeah. And and with the video game though, it's do it to me. Don't tell me how to do it. Yeah. So it's like, beat me up, kill me so I could learn the mechanic. Something Mm -hmm. really good that does that is the Dark Souls and Bloodborne games where the first fucking thing you have to do is die. So when you die, you come back and then you unlock your weapons. Yeah, and it's bullshit. Yes. And you're like, because yeah. the I played play Bloodborne because I love the fucking gothic shit. And you it's, fight it's werewolves game. and monsters. Yeah. And it's fun. It's hard. It brings back that, like, you have to learn the game. You have to learn the mechanics of each v- enemy, not just pretty much increasing your avatar with the, the RPG element. You could do that, but it's really kind of a soulless game if you do that. Once you actually learn the mechanics, how to run, how to, each blunderbuss gun works, and your Dodge. saw, and your you know, cleaver blades work... Then you start actually feeling like, oh, I'm learning as the game's progressing. And one of the first things you do, you wake up and you're met with the werewolf. And typically a werewolf is not that difficult once you're like powered up and all that. But fighting fisticuffs with a werewolf, you're going to fucking lose. Yeah. And I remember like playing this game. I was like, how the fuck do I win? How I And I was like thinking so old school that like it's. You know, a matter of punching your way through everything and like, OK, mm-hmm. I got to go go, go go, through it and trying to dodge and evade this monster and like trying to punch it. And you're just doing small chip damage. And then finally, like one, yeah. one. And then finally, I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I went online. And I looked it up and I was like, when you die, a weapon unlocks to your left. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and, I, and I got it. And I was like, oh, shit. And so it's like you have to die in order to learn how the game progresses. And that happens throughout the game. There, There are some enemies you are not supposed to beat. And it's like, oh, shit, that's how it's telling me the story. Because there's some, uh, I mean, there's some games that will, like. really interesting. There's some Um, some games that will, like, just, you're playing the game, then all of a sudden, fucking 10-minute-long cinematics. mm -hmm. And you're like, well, couldn't you have just done this throughout the game instead of having me stop and pause? You're making it more of, like, a cinematic video game instead of, like, a cinematic experience where I'm playing through it. A game that kind of does this a lot is, like, Metal Gear Solid. A game that kind of tried to change that was like Resident Evil Four, where mm-hmm. you'd have these action sequences, which yeah. like God of War started u- utilizing. Yeah, and so for me, like I'm a big story. Was oh, so that like, the, like uh, three seconds to press X? Yeah, and then press yeah. repeatedly. Press you know rotate your L stick or something like that. Yeah. Um. But uh, but games that like the Telltale series I think does really well is the the um South Park games. They do that a
0: little
1: yeah. bit too, they, where mm-hmm. you have to like you have controls during some of the mm-hmm. cinematic slash gameplay yep. things. Well
2: I, what I really liked is in one of the Telltale series, or the Telltale series that you have decision based game where you're going through as a character and based on your decisions will change the course of the Quick game. Quick decisions too. Quick decisions. You're
0: like five seconds like left or right. And you're like, uh. Oh. exactly. Right.
2: And and that's that was one of my points specifically is one really big thing that I love in film language, and I don't know why I'm making a film thing in a gaming episode, but in film language your tom? the the more the most binary sense of right and wrong is left and right, black and white, red and blue. And they do that in these games where like your decisions will like all of a sudden turn to red and blue, and then left and right, X and Y, A and B. And you're like, uh what do I do? What do I do? And it's it's so visceral on a level where your brain can absorb it that I feel like you didn't have that shit in like older games in older games. You kind of read things like a sentence. You just went from left screen to the right of the mm-hmm. screen. Yeah. But now you're, you're in a three dimensional world.
0: I really like that death. Uh, you have to die to figure out the rest of the game. Cause it's one of those things where you see a company going, okay, what's, what's something we can do that they've never seen before. And that's kind of pushing one of these mechanics that goes against your instinct. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Like, Everything that you've learned about video games up to that point is don't die. That's like the number one thing.
1: Game over. You do not want game over.
0: So, you know, coming from a a penny arcade kind of thing where I used to have to pay quarters every time I died. That's a weird mechanic for me. And I love that. I love that people are trying new things. And whether it works or not, it's still commendable that they were like, I'm going to try it. In this case, it did. So I thought that was kind of cool. Bloodborne is so fucking Um, amazing. But I agree with you. I agree with you. There's a lot of games. The game story-wise that touched me this year was World of Warcraft Legion. Uh, following one of the probably arguably one of the most dismal expansions that World of Warcraft almost killed the game. Uh, they have this beautiful story-driven expansion where suddenly the things you're doing are not these like, oh, go get Is this six... the, the new one? It's the new one, That yeah. they announced during BlizzCon? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. This is the one that, that, that right before is about that to end. Okay. Out, yeah. Um, It's it's insanely story-driven. You have artifact weapon. The, the weapon you have levels up with you. It's part of your experience. Oh, interesting. Like, I love... Awesome. I love stories like that, like things that I can really sink my teeth into story wise, are the types of games that I, I keep coming back to again and again. And um, you know, within the industry alone, not only are we pushing as far as like mechanics go or story, but we're also pushing like hardware now yeah. with like with like the new. You know, we have a lot of four K systems now. The, the Xbox yeah. One X. Now is is it's sixty frames a second with four K. I mean VR is you know making big breakthroughs. Yeah, and it's it's a cool time to be a
3: gamer. You know what I mean. Yeah, it, yeah. it really is cool. Uh, one of my favorite, I think the thing that blew my mind was uh, playing through Bioshock for the first time, because mm-hmm. like like the whole series. Yeah, the whole yeah. series, or even the first like the first game that you play through. There's no like cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. all I'm pretty sure, and it's all told through like these voice boxes or. Through characters radioing, radioing in on you, or or the especially in Bioshock Infinite, like showing like reveal shots of you walking through the space and thing having things arranged in a way to where it's kind of like kind of like going through like a Disney ride, in a yeah, way, where yeah. It's like kind of telling yeah, yeah, the story yeah. as you're walking through, yeah. Um, and it's just done so well. And Ken, like big shout out to Ken Levine, the Crave director for the no longer in business Irrational Games that made Bioshock. In Bioshock Infinite. I, I think oh, Infinite, it's when it's,
2: it's games like that in Bioshock. It it when they set the rules specifically like that, where you're abandoned, you all suddenly show up on the lighthouse, you're like, What am I doing here? What am I doing here? Yeah, and you're kind of just trying to figure things out. And they don't do cutaways, they don't mm-hmm. do cinematics. It's rewarding you and your curiosity. Yep. And that's I think those are the big points of I think to mean gaming and thematics is like when you reward the gameplay for what it is and not like, here's this uh, piece of candy of uh, some good cinematics that we showed two years ago during the E3 convention. It's like, I
3: don't. Uh, I d- All right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I think the most it had was like a button. I believe it had a button, in, at least in the first game where you pushed it and it like took your camera to look at what was happening. Like if if those like crawler things were coming down you could hold like r3 or something yeah, and it would yeah, like yeah. point the camera yeah.
1: oh yeah uncharted does that a little bit the uncharted yeah. series like it's like uncharted great, is
3: another great storytelling oh man
1: great storytelling you're kind of yeah. active in the cinematics
2: yeah they're cinematic but yeah. then there's an activity in it
3: well at yeah. some Just,
2: point the way the way that they have the third person set up i mean it's shoot them up the bad guys the game yeah. um and then indiana jones like fun yeah but i think the story and Kind of like what Corey was talking about, like the pushing of the idea of video games where it is becoming a very immersive experience where yeah. you have these like top tier voice actors who are playing these roles and now they've immortalized them. I mean, mm-hmm. Nolan North is forever going to yeah. be Nathan Drake for me. And mm-hmm. it's just a, such a charismatic character that I was like, I would lo- like now we're getting to the point where it's like we're seeing kind of a resurgence of can this work as a movie can mm. this work as a movie oh give me a halo movie please <laughs> and, well, and it's we, interesting god I
3: think, I think games are in a really unique place and, and i wholeheartedly believe that uh video gaming can has the potential you know you don't have too many perfect examples of it but has the potential to be like the ultimate like medium like above yeah. film and above like dance well, and above look at like, uh comics. grand theft
0: auto 5 broke records because it made a billion dollars. That too, yeah. Out of, off <laughs> sales, that, like they've never. That's insane. Yeah, for a video for an interactive going. experience. It's yeah, still.
1: My my little brother was like, "Hey, you want to play GTA 5 I'm not a GTA fan. I'm 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 sorry, everybody. I'm not. That's okay. But it's, it's, fine. it's it was it's a great kind of amazing. Game. It it really is <laughs> yeah. a cool
3: game. I I just I
0: and just,
1: it's
3: still doing really well i'm pretty sure it's hard to find the game on sale like it's so full price game
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i mean i think and we're not just talking for me i I don't know why i'm gonna stick to the stories for some reason but i'm not just talking about like these huge like graphically designed 4k beautiful films i'm talking about like um these like platformers too where you're going from left to right but the story that they tell is like there's no dialogue involved in all and it's just like they're doing like nice homages to predecessors but the way that they're doing it is like great too.
0: Cu- also- Cuphead's another one of those ones. I'll let you. Sorry, I jumped just to say this real quick. Is is amazing to off? me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not really? Well, we kind of talked at the, at same, the same time. time. <laughs> uh, but Cuphead was amazing because every single character. In that game is hand drawn, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I thought is really cool. I've never yeah. seen anything like that before. So Giving
2: room for you know old school hand ra- dra- uh,
0: like hand drawing like artists. Yeah, it's you a know? cool example of someone saying, "I'm gonna try something no one's tried before," and it being really rewarding. Going to Ollie's yeah. point, like it yeah it gives room for like the medium to be the all medium.
3: Yeah, because especially with the hardware, which we'll talk about in a minute, is like it's finally at a place where you really have no restrictions whatsoever. Like we're talking about like VR and all this stuff. Like yeah, you can do whatever you want except feel,
1: <laughs> yeah, except feel or again yet.
3: There? Yeah, yet, yet. yet. Well, what I was going to
1: say is like um like in 2017 we had the uh re-release Throwback. of Crash Bandicoot. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. and it's one of those mm-hmm. things you I played it and it was again, it's one of those things you play it and you're like, "Oh my god, video games used to be so hard." Yeah. But also, I mean, you just saw what they could do like to be able to remaster it and make oh, yeah. it I mean, it was already a fun game but then you bring it into the graphics of today and you're like, oh, man. This well, is- that's what
0: made the Halo uh, Master Chief Collection and Halo 1 and 2 re-releases so successful yeah. is you're taking these games where... They're really at the core. I mean, we didn't have the technology to make them great. I mean, I'm sure back in the day I was like, Halo looks real. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) you know, you didn't have that technology, so you really did rely on core mechanics. Yeah. Um, So to take these games that had great core mechanics like Crash Bandicoot or like the original Halo Combat Evolved and repurposing them for today's standards is is insanely smart. It's a really good idea. And those games I played through, uh, the remastered editions of one and two of Halo one and two, and it's huh. you at any time you could hold down the select and it would show you what it used to look like, and then uh, you let go. And oh, I didn't know yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, that. I have it. I didn't know that. It's yeah. it's amazing. It's I mean, that's phenomenal. why I'd love. To I actually see, like to go back to the old songs a lot. Yeah, I'd
1: love to see a remastered version of Final Fantasy 7 like we have mentioned. Like, yep. I just want you to remaster it. I don't want you to remake it and make yeah. it into this other thing it's that you're talking getting. about. <laughs> I want a remastered of what I saw. Yep. Of what I played. I would. I would pay full price for that. I, I would, would pay. Don't George Lucas it. I would. De, I would get the happening. deluxe or the gold deluxe or whatever <laughs> yeah. of that game. I would Maybe. be like, "Fucking give it to me." Um, yeah. Another thing I want to talk getting, about. We're getting the
3: John. Is,
0: is we are pushing the limits of story, and we're pushing the limits of interactability and and what they're doing with graphics and stuff like that. But we're also pushing the limits of multiplayer, right? Yeah. Yep. So we're seeing something that I back in the day when I was, like, 11, never would have comprehended. When I heard there was eight-on-eight eight battles, I lost my shit. I was like, how mm-hmm. can you keep track of eight other people? And now we have 40-on-40 40 40, yeah. uh, team 50 death on matches. 50-on-50 yeah. on uh,
3: Battle Royale. Battle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
0: Jesus. So, like, that, to me, PUBG. Is, is probably one of the coolest things that I could crazy. think of. I, I mean, I think,
2: I, and I said before, you got to give credit where credit's due. I I, I whole soul-heartedly put uh, Halo as a reason for being like the, the pioneer of making like multiplayer, such a big reason why everyone
3: wants God. to play it. Yeah. Halo 2. Halo like 2. Multiplayer. Zanzibar. So was the first time oh. you had matchmaking. Oh my God. And like the big team battle, like CTF oh. games. God. So, I remember so big hours. team battle where
0: you're like 14 on 14. What? Uh, How do you do it? Yeah. So but now we're talking 50 on 50 and you don't know what's happening.
3: You don't know what's happening. Yeah. You're just like, I, I, I'm alive I have, still. I have
0: personally yet to play PUBG, but I've watched a lot of people play it on Twitch it looks. It's a really great mechanic that they've put into the game, where uh, the map continues oh, yeah, shrinks, shrinks yeah. over time. Brings you together. Freaks me uh, out a little bit. Yeah. Well, Makes it, me yes, pee a little. I, I agree. But <laughs> you're, like, you're imagine with somebody randomly, right? And then like, just like all matchmaking. You can go, and go solo or you can go squad. Yeah. Yeah. And so the thing about it is the the only thing that concerned me with the fifty on fifty is when it gets down to the last two people on a map that's supposed to fit a hundred people. Yeah. How do you find each other? And so that's yeah. the answer to that is we're going to make it so that by that time, you're only going to be in two rooms worth of space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, you know, the stuff that they're doing with multiplayer as far as pushing the servers goes pretty phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, we'll get to this later on in this episode, but I mean, there's some still some work to do. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. But I, like I mean, the
0: fact that people are even attempting to do 50 on 50. I mean, World of Warcraft is opening it up to, to large large-scale yeah. RTS battles now. I mean, the it's, next it's one thing
1: to say, like, it's like um, you say, with uh, Tom, what you say with some of the movies that we've talked about, it's like, we're lucky it's being done. I might have said it's that. It's like you've said it <laughs> a few times. But um, it's, it's the same thing with video games. It's like, stop bitching. I mean, really, we have no room to bitch, but really it's like, okay, well, nowadays, we have mm. some stuff we can bitch about that yeah. it's like, yeah. well, why I mean, isn't that a thing yet?
2: <laughs> I say, it, 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 I think it's a fine line. I think it's a fine line of like when people are like who hate on it and trash on things just to trash, and I, we all know them as trolls, and we all know that yeah. you know, yeah, um, people who hide behind a screen and just like throw putrid filth. We've out had their some mouth.
1: experience with those, yeah,
2: and everyone so, does. And so for me, my main thing is just like, yeah, I, I think we're at an age, we're at a, an intellectual level where we can start. Uh, like again, my favorite word: anal eyes. Um, and anal, analyze things. Uh, I
1: imagine two eyeballs that are actually buttholes.
2: Buttholes? I imagine two butts are actually eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally reverse. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we're at a point where we can, you know, active, you know critically look at these things and, mm-hmm. and say, you know, like, we could take, and that's why I say the thing of, like, I could take apart the dark knife if I want to. It's like, take the thing that you love and start looking at it and looking for the flaws. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there's always a way to do better. Once you say, like, there's no way better then it's like, then you're complacent. Yeah. And you don't want to push the boundaries. And from there, we we lose progress.
3: Mm-hmm. Sadly, so, you don't have to look too far to find that yeah. <laughs> For some positive. things.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, that's, I mean, we could jump into that a little bit because I, I did I think— I mean, do we have yeah. any other positives? Well, before, we, we,
3: before we get into that, I think a good transition would be—I don't know. Is there more positives?
0: I, I'd say. I'm sure there's I mean, going to be a you ton. You know, we'll,
3: we'll have separate episodes for, like, specific I, oh, games I'm, and—
2: I mean, a big thing I like with gaming now is like they've the interactive ability. You know, like you have gamer profiles, so yeah. you can see when your friends are like winning achievements and yeah. stuff like that. You can see when they're online. And I do chat dig with them. the
0: the integration of Twitch into both uh, yeah. Xbox, yeah. PlayStation has it too. I'm assuming, yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. And talking about like again multiplayerness, like we all know the app Discord so Mm -hmm. like apps like that now have been created where like it's purely now utilized for conversations through games so you don't have to chat it's a great
1: there's a great social aspect that has been built it doesn't have to be as as fun as they were LAN parties anymore now Mm -hmm. you can have a Land party in quotes yeah. with yeah. somebody who's across the world, yep. and you're playing, and it, and there is you're starting to meet people, and I and I've heard love stories, I've heard yeah. you know all sorts of different things of people meeting while gaming, mm-hmm. and it's I'll just, give, it's a I'll magic. give a shout out
3: to my uh, PC clan for Destiny and and now PUBG, uh, big old critties. shout out to big old critties, uh,
4: <laughs> yes. uh,
3: uh, big critties, okay. like, uh, I'm pretty sure we're all like within like like thirty forty years old or, or whatever, and and we have a Discord that we always jump into and it's just it's just fun to like shoot the shit and play games and
0: that sounds awesome.
3: Yeah, it's basically like we're in the same um same household, My, you
2: know? my roommate, uh his cousin got married and his entire World of Warcraft crew came for the wedding. That's cool. And oh, they literally cool. met on Warcraft. That's so awesome. it's like, I like that. That's I think that's dope. The
0: community aspect is a huge part. I mean, yeah. you've talked about the community and destiny being really yeah. positive and cool and on Blizzard there are some Obviously, I mean, in every community, there's some negative stuff. But, like, the experience mm-hmm. I've had with Blizzard so far has been pretty great as far yeah, as, like, yeah. um, Heroes of the Storm goes. I, I I don't play in the league at all, Hero League. I just kind of play against people quick matches, and it's yeah. been pretty positive experience. Well, I mean, there's, like, cool
2: things. Like, I'm just talking about this, the multiplayer aspect and how it's just affected gaming. So, I mean, like, specifically, I remember playing a lot of time, like, on Destiny. I met people that I've never met that, like, my friends are always like, hey, yeah. do you know this this guy? And they're like, No. One time we, we we met, I think he was playing with this other friend, Andrew, and then we met and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So we've been, this guy's just been like leading us the entire way. We don't know who the hell he is. Like, no, yeah. he's like, where does he live? We have no idea. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And I was like, I'm afraid to matter. ask him because I'm like, oh, I don't know if he's your friend or not because um, they're always teamed up together. But, I mean, the Halo, uh, the Destiny companion apps, there's, you know, Destiny yep. website where you can log in all
3: your hours. There's a like, Reddit dedicated to finding teams.
2: Yeah, I mean, the things like there are so many, you know, Auxiliary things that are being made just so that it can help with the gaming experience, which I think is to me again, anything that helps create more jobs, mm-hmm. you know, I think is always great, you know. Um, yeah. and then specifically as with games too, like now we're in this world where esports is literally a thing,
3: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, how competitive can we get with this? And there's like legitimate companies, yeah, like wanting sponsors to and stuff,
0: like, like big yeah. companies. Yeah, we have to Blizzard sponsors. just built their uh, Overwatch. Coliseum that's right essentially I yeah. mean uh,
2: now we have an entire generation of youtubers who are making a living off of playing video games twitch yeah. streamers you know it's like yeah. it's like it's bank crazy. and a
0: half too yeah like I mean a ton mm-hmm. of yeah. one money.
2: one of the commercials I ever worked I, I first worked on was uh produced by Maker which is a Disney company which was created by Ray William Johnson which is a youtuber. Which was a Battle Star Wars Battlefront <laughs> commercial with uh, Walmart and some famous YouTubers were on there, like uh, John Tron and Kevin um, Sparkles. So it's like these are gamers yeah. who are now making a living doing commercials for video games. Yeah. So it's like,
3: whoa. Yeah. yeah Crazy. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, it's, yeah. But the thing I wanted to use as like a transition into into the not so great the Segu, <laughs> is um, kind of like a little bit about kind of like where the industry is as far as like the market, yeah. and all that stuff. So. You know, we qualms. Had, yeah, I mean, we, we had like PS3 and Xbox 360 were like a 10 year long mm-hmm. plus 15, almost 15 year uh. like console generation, which is insane to think about. Yeah, because when those when the consoles hit the market, they're already like two or three years out of date as far as the hardware that goes. Yeah. On. So it's crazy to think about that. Um, and everyone thought that the console market was going to die. Like it was, I remember, I remember people being like, it was like like PCs, PCs, PC is going to take over PC
0: master race. Uh, Exactly.
3: Um, but this is like the most successful console generation ever. Like PS, PS4 is just like insane. I think I just read an article today dating this episode a little bit, um, that, I think Switch has just now become the fastest selling console yeah, of all. Yeah, I time. read that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And that—that's. I think that's a funny thing. Just to speak about Nintendo, like the Wii was that, and yeah. then the Wii U was a flop. Right. And then now the Switch. <laughs> I'm like, Nintendo is always going to be like, I think, quote unquote, like the top. Oh yeah, because they had the N64 console.
0: and the GameCube was technically a financial Fl- flop. Yeah. Then they had the Wii, which was Wii. huge. Yeah. Wii U is a flop. Switch back up. Interesting. I never thought about I, that. I
2: think the cool thing about Nintendo specifically, they're always trying to. Like innovate and Mm. like revolutionize. Like now you have these like weird console, like you have these weird cartridges. Now you have this like weird controller that has like three. You should have three hands for this. Yeah. And also like (laughs) now you have these like micro discs. It's like there's no other game system that uses these discs. And then the Wii, where it's like you have these weird controls. Now the Wii U, where it's like you have a little tablet. Now the Switch is like bringing around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they're always trying to revolutionize. So it's like yeah, of course they're going to be like the top selling game or console ever. But it's like the lifespan on them, I feel like, are a lot shorter than
3: playstation and xbox yeah. comparatively because they don't you know they don't value like that their top priority isn't like having the best specs or whatever mm-hmm. you know and so those those consoles generally feel um like Dated more outdated while. more off more sooner than than the other consoles yeah
0: they you know. uh, nintendo's biggest focus is um Kind of like uh, gimmicks, and not gimmicks is a bad word to say for innovation. It. Yeah, like trying something different, <laughs> I, like the yeah. the Wii U controllers, or you can, I mean, or the Wii like controllers. half the features on the Switch, giving it like a
2: time frame look. Like you could talk about the Wii and the Wii U and the Switch, all came out between the time of PlayStation three and then a little bit of like the end of or like you know in the middle of the PlayStation four, where yeah. PlayStation features is a better PlayStation word. three. Features. Literally had four or five Batman games throughout its lifespan,
0: mm-hmm.
2: where you can say you couldn't say the same thing about Nintendo. No, there's not one like series of Mario games that went out throughout any of the games. I think else. there was
3: like two Resident Evil games, maybe. I think four maybe or five, I want to say maybe. Um, but every
2: single time there was a new game for a new like franchise, it had to be on a new console. Yeah, yeah. Like with PlayStation and Xbox, like, you can play all the Halo games on 360. There's been one or Zelda a generation. Yeah, so it's like yeah, it's like. These, for me, I would say in terms of like how well Xbox and PlayStation does well with its franchises, like you'll get a lot of your game, and that's where you're kind of speaking. It's like yeah. they care about their hardware. So, like, even if a game comes out at the end of its life cycle, it could still support it. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. like Nintendo, fat chance. Second, yeah. time,
3: second time it's happened where a Zelda game came out like right before a new console. So they launched an alternative version of that for the new console. Was uh, uh, Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, and then now with Breath of the Wild. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's right. also out on Wii yeah. U. Um, but I mentioned that as in like the industry is huge, like mm. it's a multi it's like a multi-billion yeah. dollar industry at this point. And the pressure is on for them to deliver these games, you know. And yeah. The thing I was kind of I think I mentioned in a previous episode where uh, the film industry kind of is has the advantage because it's such an older industry and, and they kind of have it down. You know, Mm -hmm. they've got the formula down where like
2: technically they're they're like, what, you know, you're a little bit less than 100 years old now. Yeah.
3: Yeah. If you're on a film crew, you know, you're kind of like a freelance worker. You're going to be hired per project. Um, The gaming industry is sort of like in this weird, like in between where that's kind of the case sometimes, because, you know, as these small companies keep getting bought out by bigger and bigger, like EAs and Activisions, Mm -hmm. like they'll just close studios like it's nothing. Uh, Or run them into the ground. Yeah. You know hundreds of people out of jobs all of a sudden at the drop of a hat because they felt like it.
2: And know. and also, like, yeah. video games... <laughs> R.I.P. Visceral. <clears throat> yeah. Not, I mean, other yeah. than, like, a James Cameron movie, um will take significantly longer. Significantly longer to make. Mm-hmm. And there's just, like... I, t- I don't know. I, I don't, the cost, I think, to make a movie is way more. But I feel like the time to make a video game, it takes a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, could pun- you could, you know, punch out new movies. Like, a director like Steven Soderbergh well, can make like, a movie every year. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you couldn't tell one franchise to make a new game every year. Well, they would make like, out shit
0: products. It's Sonic. like a Pixar movie, right. though. Think about it that way. It takes exponentially longer to and make th- a Pixar But those are film. separate
2: teams. Those are, se- like, Pixar, and then, like, you'll have, like... You'll probably you ha- you know you'll have, like, this team, the Toy Story team, making, like, something else. But, it's, like, they're all going to be under the Pixar production company. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Santa Monica will make I different just... games, like Twisted Metal and, like, God of War. But the God of War team... Has to continually making God of War games.
0: Yeah, you know? no, that's what I'm just saying. As right. a comparison to a movie and an animated movie, like yeah. it takes a ton more because you're going literally almost frame by frame and having to yeah. make sure everything's right. And there's a lot more testing. Yeah. You can't test. You can test a movie by screening it places, right? But like testing a video game is a whole other beast. Well, I mean, to yeah. me,
2: to me, like we, we we looked at this like like the Blizzard cinematics. It's like to me equivalent to like a Pixar cinematic. Mm-hmm. But then in Pixar stuff, like you don't have a asshole video gamer trying to jump off a cliff. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. you can't account <laughs> for those yeah. things. Like, to me, that's one of the first things I love doing about a video game. It's like, let me... Can I jump off a cliff? Let, let me battery it. Let me battery test this and, like, just try to break the game. Yeah. yeah. See if we can do it. Because uh, it's not like I want to break the game, but it's more like, let's see how polished this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, people are looking for that polish. People are
0: expecting to spend the $70, $80 to get that polish. I'm going to use that as our segue yeah. into the shit that's going wrong in the game industry because that's one of my biggest things is... Uh, unfinished games being released and banking on the fact that they can just fix it later with a patch
1: mm-hmm. um, or with a DLC, yeah, or something like you That's know, what I mean? you like have to pay for more. So
0: my my biggest example is uh, of like rushed game, put it on market, let's fix it later. Is the ending to Mass Effect Three? Uh yeah, oh yeah you arguably that within the industry, I mean within the community, one of the worst endings to a video game's ever that they had to fix with a patch yeah. like two months after the game came out. Wow. So I remember. I mean, we all remember back in the day when you would buy a game, it would be delayed. This is why I respect Blizzard a little bit as far as a game company, is they they will they have no Take problem time. delaying games. Yeah. Their their motto, they'll put dates on it now, I think now that they've kind of got a rhythm of it. Mm-hmm. But it used to be, when's that coming out? When it's ready. That's yep. when the next expansion's coming out. When's the next uh, Diablo game coming out? When it's ready. So, you know, they had a real stick-to-it kind of motto that we're not going to release anything until we feel that it's ready, whether or not it's past our original expected date. We don't care. Yeah. And they would always deliver. They always deliver. Whether you liked Warlords of drainer expansion or not, it was a polished piece of shit. So, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, it, 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 I really respect that kind of stuff. I would rather these gaming industries say, oh, we're going to hold off. It's not ready yet. I would be like, cool. Don't take my money until it's ready, please.
4: You know, yeah. mm-hmm. you're, you well,
0: guys are promised me something for, in exchange for my money. And right off the bat, a lot of these industries are willing to break that promise on the hopes that you're too lazy to take it back to GameStop. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it kind of like that model is like what old tech companies used to be like.
2: You know, they they would wait till the product is ready before being like nowadays like car companies where there's just like quality programs for all of them. And it's yep. like, oh, that model had this problem, that model had this problem. It's like, oh, this this one here. It's like, you, you did you get did you get the warranty? But now a lot of video games are kind of just like push it out, push it out, push it out, push it out as soon as we can because yeah, they said that, yeah. Yeah.
3: And it's like and you're I... trying to wait, you're trying to like build up to the holiday season too, and you're just like, And they're banking on being able to, you know, stop because at a certain point you have to stop production because you have to send your product to certification by Sony and Microsoft, and then it's got to go into mass production, all that stuff. But then, you know, the thing that gets me is that they use they plan that three months or whatever to keep to like okay we can get it done to here but then we're gonna have three more months to work on it and it's like that mentality is yeah. toxic yeah it, it is i would rather them have a finished game and then that they're ready to ship that they're confident shipping and then maybe spend three months like working on like just like really small polishes or
0: like yeah new and, stuff I'm, or... and i'm not saying that you know I'm not against patches because I think patches are a great thing to fix little bugs here and there and stuff like that. Because you never know.
3: And also, games are a lot more complex than they were. Like, if there is any kind of devil's advocate, it is that, like, every company is basically creating an an operating Uh, system.
2: I remember seeing on uh, the Dorkly website, uh, like, literally, I think it was just, like, one server or something that with some of the um, files for one of the entire games. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, seven terabytes just to, like... I think it was just, like, on one one map.
3: Yeah, I can believe like, that.
2: That's crazy to think about. Just, like, just for just the, just for the mapping yeah. for one level. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, um, I think reading other, like, Reddit articles where, like, th- there's one person that spent, like, an entire, like, year, their contract was just to work on the graphics for Batman's ca- cape. Yeah. And yeah. it's, like, that's a whole life spent on a cape. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, there was something
0: that was saying that, like, his cape took, like, 20 gigs yeah. or something like that. It's
2: it's crazy. And and that's what I'm saying. It's like versus where I think where old school gaming had it where it's like you had barely any colors you could play with. You had very little things you could do with these lower end consoles where it's like you could you jump, have to make it a small game. You can move forward. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So
0: it's like and I you know, I I'm again going I I'm I'm all for balance patches are another big thing when mm-hmm. you have a multiplayer game, yeah, making sure, but like releasing a game. Where if I have to put it in on, on day one, there's already a patch. You've done something wrong. Yeah. You've, you've wronged Star Wars, me in some
3: way. Star Almost yeah. every game has day one patches. Yeah. It's Almost crazy. everyone. Like yeah. It's like you're like, yeah, I'm so excited. Like and, you're you're like, and now I have to download watch the these. Patch.
1: Watch our concept yeah. art slideshow until it's ready. <laughs> you have games that like a couple of things that, and I, I know that we're going to get into this a little bit, but it's like. Sometimes they'll release a game and then you're kind of under nowadays with the the current economy of video games. It's like, okay, a game's going to come out and then it's going to have a DLC and all that kind of stuff. And it's like there are some games that did their DLC right, like Fallout 4 Witcher. That was fun. Witcher. There are games that are like you think that there's DLC. They're kind of hinting at DLC, but then they just decide to make the DLC another fucking video game. And if you got the season (laughs) pass, they'll give it to you. But it's like don't it's like Uncharted 4. There was DLC. He's
0: doing air quotes.
1: Uh, air quotes, sorry. Not <laughs> Bunny <laughs> Rabbits. Bunny Rabbits. Anyway, they were supposed to be DLC from what I understood when I pre-ordered it. And then The Lost Legacy came out and there was no really any DLC for that I saw. <laughs> yeah. Or you have Dishonored 2. Love these games. I love the games. But then they release a second game that you're like... I wanted a DLC. That also kind
0: of gets to my point. I know we talked about this a little bit in the Destiny episode, but it's the Mm -hmm. reason I went back and got ice cream is I I bought a game for $60 that was a third of a game. Mm -hmm. And that, as a consumer, is like a kind of dirt-in-my-eyes kind of moment. Like, oh, so you took this part of my paycheck that I worked really hard for and supported your game with, but yet I got to spend another $80 to get the rest of the game? That's crazy. Whereas, like, Batman games where you pay for skins or that's play different for, like, I have no problem paying time for cosmetic stuff like yeah. um, and I think I i mean if that's the way it wants to go I used I i remember playing Spider-Man on the Nintendo 64 and being able to lock unlock all the extra skins by just doing stuff in the game and I miss those days but if we want to go forward with DLC and it wants to be cosmetic shit I'm fine with that but yeah, don't take away my gameplay simply because you, you want to make, make more money off me yeah uh, to be quite frank, I can't afford it. <laughs> like I can't afford that kind of well, shit. Well,
1: I mean, the thing is, yeah. nobody really should have to afford it. I mean, it's like with this whole mm-hmm. Michigan that happened with um, Battlefront Two. Yep. I mm. mean, it's That's fucking a whole insane. Other thing, Would yeah. you, what
2: was the word you use?
1: Michigan, Michigan, like Michigan, Michigan. No, Mich- Michigan. I never, never heard, heard of, of it. That. Never heard that word. No, I'm to the, You guys go on, and I'll look up the. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, Michigan.
3: There's something very similar happening right now with Destiny too. Um, where there's a lot of scrutiny right now about the end game and kind of like a lot of things are coming to light about how um, like Destiny 2 may have been rebooted at like early 2016. Oh, wow. And So that's like, so like Rise of Iron and Destiny 2 started development at the same time. Oh, shit. Like think about that. And then like, so the third expansion for Destiny 1 came out and then a year later, Destiny 2 came out. So they had like maybe just under two years to finish uh, destiny 2
0: they, yeah in the same amount of time they had to finish just some dlc and,
3: and which is right and then they have dlc planned and my thing my whole thing is like i'm okay with dlc but as soon as like you like you're saying as soon as you deliver a subpar product which would have made which have been which would have been a lot better if they had included the dlc stuff then yep. it would have felt like a complete game like that's where i have a problem where it's like yeah you, you're not delivering a satisfaction factory game to begin with to then charge me dlc yeah. for additional stuff yeah
0: and i know i know i'm kind of sound like a broken record because i said this on the destiny episode too but i used to shell out for map packs on halo like yeah. nobody's business but you
3: had a complete experience they want a halo
0: just because i mean and then it's not something i needed to do either yeah. like i could still go play multiplayer and I, those maps just wouldn't be in my rotation yeah but i did it because it's a game every halo game i played four times mm-hmm. when i would buy it i'd play once on normal once on legendary with a couple of my friends, and then once on legendary by myself at least, and then probably a replay again. So like shelling out for map packs to me felt like, yeah, I got
3: it. Felt like genuinely more the
0: experience that I needed. I have no loved, problem as
3: opposed to the rest of what you were supposed to get.
2: Right. I do want to. It's funny because I want to bring up a argument or like a debate I had when I was in high school. Okay. Um, and I was I was talking about uh Twilight Princess. What do you, what do you call or put as a standard as a complete experience then. Because the reason why I came up with this question or like I thought about this is because I remember when Twilight Princess came out Mm -hmm. and this was like coming up after Wind Waker and uh, all these other like little handheld Zelda games. And everyone was like, oh, Master Quest, Ocarina of Time is the the best thing of all time. It's the best Legend of Zelda. And a lot of people equated- the best <laughs> Zelda game is because it's the longest one. They equated gameplay time oh. to the full experience. And, again, we were high schoolers, so we were a little dumb. Our right. brains weren't really fu- fully formed. Shout out to my high schoolers who are listening. Um, but um, for me, it was like, no, if I feel like it tells me a complete story. Because God of War games are pretty short. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, it felt like a full experience that my character, either myself or the character I'm playing as, went through an experience. Heroes there's the beginning, middle, of an end. Uh, not all video games have great stories totally, but I feel like went through a dream. you can still
3: tell there's a cohesive
2: well yeah. and I felt like there was a climactic battle, last right. battle shit not like oh here's a cinematic that just ends mm-hmm. like army, army of, of two, two. jinx um, but uh, you know like they, army kind of, of poo <laughs> that <gave> the <laughs> shit. went through then I'd feel good about it because I mean they're like like I said Batman that's the one I felt like okay cool I am willing to buy so I could play as fucking Nightwing
4: yeah,
2: yeah. I'm willing to buy so I could play as Catwoman so. hmm yeah. Uh, well, I was, well,
1: because I was gonna think of an example for me. I and I know that I've mentioned this a lot, but Horizon Zero Dawn was great for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a beginning, a middle, and end. Just for the game that you got,
2: it's purely campaign. It was purely it's purely one story, single player a, a story campaign. Game,
1: right? Yeah. You all the gear that you need is within it, and you can do quests to get new gear. Or you can buy new gear within the game, that using your in-game currency. You know that you earn. During battles yeah. or whatever, you don't have to go to the, you the know
2: store to go buy some shit. And like yeah, no, I don't credits. have to go to
1: the PlayStation store. And then they release DLC that adds to the game that's already there. It's like okay, and the story continues. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I like about DLC. I don't mind if it's and like if it's adding to like you played the campaign, cool. That story is done. Yeah, But now you have the DLC and something new is happening. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm
3: exactly. okay with that. It's been that's, some Bioshock. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's adding experiences to those who love the base game enough to want to spend money on it. Yeah. On more of yeah. that thing. And it's easy for the developers or relatively easy for the developers to continue that because they already have like the engine figured out. They already have all the assets they need. They just need to maybe like design a few new levels and, and, like, tell some really good stories and have some, like, maybe, like, one or two new, like, cinematic scenes or whatever. Yeah. And then you've got yourself, like, a DLC, like, like the Witcher DLCs and stuff like that. So, yeah.
0: the way I, I was talking about this to someone the other day, and they were like, well, how do you, what do, where do you draw the line? Like, I like, kind of like your question, like, what is a complete story and what's not? And I equated it to Pokemon. I said, so let's say you get Pokemon Red, and the only game, the only things they included in the game was the eight badges. But if no. you want to go to the Elite Four... You have to download. You have to give us another thirty dollars, and we'll let you do the Elite Four. And after that, if you want to give us another fifteen more dollars, you can go back and like that kind of stuff. That's that's how you I. You can go get Mewtwo. too. Right, so like that that kind of stuff is what what got me with and and like uh, like Destiny. Like that's how I felt with Destiny. I felt yep. like I got my eight badges, but they wanted me to pay another twenty dollars to go to the Elite Four. So um, you know, or games that hey, uh, I noticed you have all your Pokemon characters to level 70. Wouldn't it be cool to get them to 100? Hey, $15 more, there's extra game where they can level up another 20 times. You're like, I, yeah. that's not right. That's not right to me. Like, I wanted to you said level one hundred. They're like, oh well, we had the asterisks. So to
2: the- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there was a footnote. You didn't read yeah. the fine print. Yeah.
0: So for me, I don't think I, that was
2: that a good way to. That, that was it? a good way. Like, and again, so I mean, talking about the Destiny episode, I came in at taking uh, King and I purchased Rise of Iron mm-hmm. later on. And to me, like, I already had uh, to me Destiny at that point when I got taken King was complete. Yeah. I was like, cool. I'll play it just so I can play with my friends and all that shit. Um, I never had a really bad experience with that, other than like maybe like loot boxes and overwatches, which we'll mm-hmm. probably get into, but um shit I was gonna say uh is it that when you get the perception that like this is an in-game built dlc bullshit that like you knew the cap is going to be set lower than the actual capacity of the game yeah it's it's that it's, it's like it's like we make the level cap to 70 when you know you can go to 100
3: because there's well there's those specific things and that's not really it either i don't feel but like it's when you can observe that this game is less than because they had to stop and start working on DLC to sell you later. Hmm. Where it's like, you could have just not worried about that and kept working on the base game to make it a more robust and more feature rich. So,
2: kind of like this area is not available unless you purchase this DLC. Kind like of.
3: Or, or like sort of. the game isn't as polished or isn't as epic of a story because Or storylines don't working get
0: finished it. because they continue in the DLC. Yeah. It, it's so funny. It's like, so... there was the, the whole thing with the, um, in the first Destiny, the throne the that you only oryx
3: and yeah yeah, and and you can't
0: finish that storyline unless you spend another 60 fucking dollars to get dlc and i was like but i was invested
3: yeah but i'm
0: invested and you're telling me in order to find out what happens with these bad guys i gotta pay for a second half of it's like
1: if you paid for okay i got a season pass to the walking dead yeah the game the no the let's say there's no the tv show okay The walking dead okay i'm at the season finale Cool. I'm invested by this point if I've watched half a season, but we're not gonna. You yes, you got a season pass, but we're not gonna give you the last eight episodes unless uh, you paid another forty bucks. Yeah, and
0: like Blue There's there's difference yeah. between cliffhangers and yeah. games. So like Halo one to Halo two, there's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Halo two to Halo three, there's a cliffhanger. That's a sequel, but because hang- it ended. But that's yeah. So but all of those come after a moment where you're like, fuck yeah, I just took on an like, army. Because like, she like the, I'm gonna
2: finish the fight. It's like, oh sh. Yeah, it's yeah, almost that
0: like. like you got the complete experience, but then something pops over Master Chief's shoulder and you go, what the fuck was that? And he's like, well, we got to take on this shit now. And you're like, OK, yeah, I'm going to buy the next game for this. And yeah. I, but it'd be like, yeah, it's it's I can go on. It's a
3: difficult line to draw for sure. It's well, not it's not very like night and day.
0: I think I could draw
2: it pretty well. I think the only reason why I think I'm drawing kind of a blank is because I haven't. I don't buy a lot of video games. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I played a lot of classic, and I've been a big Nintendo person. And Nintendo's not really known for that shit. They're just more known for like, hey, you want to play your old games? Just download it on the store, and you can play it on your new console. Like you could play classic Mario Kart on your Switch and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so would, imagine, imagine Mario DLCs. Kart.
0: It has DLC where you know there's four four races 50, per cup or whatever, hundred fifty CC. Four races per cup. Oh, though, right? four. Oh, yeah. Imagine you could only play three of those, but in order to finish the cup, you had to pay another sixty dollars. Okay.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, so, that's so, a good one. And so for me, <laughs> you
0: know, for me, I I haven't played. That just a, made my heart hurt. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played a lot of
2: games where they've done that to me. So that's why I'm like, right? Hmm, I don't know if I have if I can relate yet, or if it's just something I haven't had an experience
0: with. It's, so, it's happened yeah. so many times. I can still taste the ice. Cream. There's some you know why? You out have, there. It's
2: probably because you have an Xbox.
0: Oh shit! There's it there's had nothing to do with Xbox. Show, it was uh,
3: Destiny. Uh, <laughs> no.
2: Cause
4: cause it was on
0: Xbox.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh there's statistics that show that people generally don't mind paying for dlc as long as they feel like they got a full game yeah they got a full game it's like yeah. you got your full dessert it's like would you want to pay to another that. five bucks for like yeah. ice
2: cream it's like yeah i'll get some ice cream right and like
3: this. the devil's advocate side of this whole thing is you know the whole idea is that like games have remained the same price for like 20 years uh-huh. and they're not going they're not getting more expensive but the cost of producing games are and the studios are getting larger and and they have to staff more people and they have which to yeah, That's how big, they're weighing it it out all their by... uh, triple A or double A, a- List actors whatever, A-list actors. There okay. you go.
1: <laughs> but, uh, I mean, shall we kind of move, move yeah, towards I mean, the microtransactions? This is kind of part of that, that as moving well. Towards There's that is, uh,
0: microtransactions for the companies to make more money, but also pay to win, which is mm-hmm. within inside that. Uh, you, give me an example of pay to win. Because, OK, so for me, Michael. My... Yeah.
2: I, I don't know if I'm if I'm just oblivious to the term, but like for me, my biggest like thing of like I'm spending money regularly on a game because it just feels like it's faster for me to do so, um or like loot boxes in Overwatch or if I threw in money on like fucking Clash of the Clans on the I got the perfect the-
3: example for you, get Battlefront, pay twenty dollars to be Luke Skywalker and just kill everybody.
2: What? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Do you just be a character?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, is pay. it is it you
2: pay twenty bucks? and that's just for that round or is it just for like you got to be that character forever and just,
0: I never just, bought it so i don't oh, know okay. yeah i'm but guessing you a, have the
3: ability to like become him during the match so oh, wow. essentially
0: what it is is the big thing with the loot boxes in uh battlefront I didn't buy it either, but from what I've been reading and what I've been uh, looking at. It looks like a beautiful game. It does. Ah. And the reason they've removed loot boxes, paying for loot boxes for now, is one, they're under scrutiny for gambling because it's not just cosmetic stuff. Because you can't tell how much, if you'll actually get it or not. There's no real real way to get something. The only, the reason they're defining it as gambling, and and technically, I guess Overwatch could be a part of it, but for now they're not because it's all cosmetic. Mm -hmm. The stuff in the loot boxes for. battlefront were actually things that would help you play better do more damage and become people like luke skywalker or darth maul Mm. so people who could afford to buy more loot boxes had a higher chance of getting these strong characters yeah where people like me are making a lot of money i would have to do it through the progression system in order for me to get someone like to get a chance to get luke skywalker it could be anybody would take me roughly, I think they said 4,000 hours. Something crazy. It's, or you could spend $40 right away and have a chance to get one of them. You know, so uh, pay to win yeah, is, it, is that.
2: You know, it's funny. Um, I have a my roommate that has gotten get the wedding and all this stuff. He he works in finance. And he works with a bunch of people who work in, you know, the top, you know, 500, you know, top Fortune 500 companies and stuff like that. And they have a bunch of friends that are like, that's kind of like in a place where gambling happens mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. And they would, they there's a lot of study actually. So there's like a lot of people who make, you know, over, you know, six figures like to do those microtransactions because they spend less money doing that than actually gambling. They'll spend like three thousand a month, but that's less than they'll actually spend in extra customer. Interesting. <laughs> which is crazy because I remember the specific story was like um reading was about Pokemon Go and how you could pay to get more egg incubators and pay to get yeah. like more yep. more Pokeballs. And I was like, yeah, technically if you have a shit ton of money, you could pop more eggs. That's pop- pay to win. Yeah. So
0: that's exact that's a perfect example right there. Okay.
2: So but that's, that's the, also the people getting, a getting an advantage. Game. Yeah, it's a yeah, free game, but then is. like once you pay premium, then you're like access to higher shit.
0: Right. Yeah. So the issue with with Battlefront is not only are these people shelling out sixty to ninety dollars depending yeah. on the version they got, mm-hmm. but within that sixty to ninety dollars, they they were expected to pay a bare minimum of forty more just to get one of the characters. Mm. There's six. Oh, wow. So, I mean, like, in the first Battlefront, where, like, if you were playing, like,
2: Legends or Heroes or whatever, you if you died, you can randomly become one of them. No, this one, you like, have you to had unlocked. to have it in a loadout? You had to have it
0: unlocked. Wow. And even that $40 wouldn't guarantee you would get one. Wow. You could still spend $40 in the game and not get a Hero. So, I I mean, I spent, like, at least
2: 100 Forty dollars on Overwatch, but that's cosmetic. Yeah, just for same. like, I can get this Reaper skin. But I mean, yeah, it's just all it is is skins. I, this I, I was like actually making you better at the game. Oh, no, that's fucked.
3: So that's fucked. I like think some of it also comes down to like D A S. How you feel about the studio a little bit. Like there's a little bit of loyalty with it. Mm-hmm. Where like with Blizzard, you know, the game was forty bucks or sixty on console. Uh, but then like, I'm not gonna get charged for that game. Free heroes, anymore. free Forever. maps. Yeah, free unless, heroes, free like, maps. Unless you want to. And then like they do the, well, yeah, unless you want to, but no, but you, um, you have the, the, like the winter event that just ended oh. and all that stuff where you could, they have cool new modes and you can earn the loot for that event. And they or, have the weekly
0: loot boxes you get,
3: or you could spend like at that point, that's when I choose to spend a little bit of money on those loot boxes is just cause it's like, I love this game. I love supporting blizzard. They also like, give I want you free loot it.
0: boxes every, yeah, they do. every, um, season. Not season, uh, but every time there's a new event, holiday event, holiday, yeah, event holiday event, they give you five free loot boxes. I got my skin I wanted in my free loot box. I that's didn't awesome. spend a dime. Yeah. So, like, that's the kind of stuff where I go, okay, I, I give them credit there. Um, when it's done right. When it's done right, yeah. And it's all cosmetic. I have no problem with that because I am mm-hmm. I am one of those people. I like the cosmetic stuff. But if I'm broke, I'm not one of those people who's like, well, I want to enjoy this game.
2: Yeah, you know, I'll challenge a little bit of the Pokemon thing just because we got into it. <laughs> well, because in now new Pokemon games, like, you can't get all the Pokemon no matter what. You have to use, like, the GameStop event. Well, that's why I said red, specifically. But the thing is, I'm kind of talking to your point, where it's like, you can't get all the Pokemon, but then if you go to, if you're just a little bit more in tune to the news, you check your, like, little internet blog stuff. It's all free. It's free. All you got to do is go to a GameStop or go to an event and then connect to their Wi-Fi and you get the Pokemon you want Mm -hmm. or get the thing that starts the quest. Yeah. Which, to me, when you get that perceived idea, like, this isn't the full thing it's okay cuz i'm not going to pay more but i just have to be there which is technically more part of the community actually. but you still I'm get at. the whole story of pokemon you still yeah. get
0: to go through the entire journey but i just want to catch all the pokemon i know i <laughs> <get> <laughs> best. he's a collector remember um, so you have you have these microtransactions which we which started in mobile games yeah yep. and have now... i was going to say
1: we're missing something that we haven't really talked about in terms of the hardware and video game graphics and just gaming in general is Mobile the gaming. mobile aspect. There mm-hmm. are some pretty awesome games.
0: I play one daily uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes.
1: Yeah. Um, and Legends. that has
0: some fucking heavy pay to win features in it if yeah. you want. Yeah. But I play it totally. I've never spent I think I spent ten dollars on it when I first started playing just because I started a year late versus like, when
2: we started playing Pokemon Go.
0: oh and I paid like fifty dollars yeah oh, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so Galaxy of Heroes I, I dropped ten bucks on it just to kind of catch up and see what it's about. I've never paid a dime since and right. i I love that game and it's fun. Um, there are people who, you know it's hard to get to the top of the leaderboards because there are people who drop a thousand dollars a month on this game and have top tier shit.
4: Oh, it so just like made
0: my heart hurt <laughs> doesn't only affect you. But it affects the 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 community as a whole. These pay to win yeah. features because yeah. there's no way I'm ever going to do that. I'm mm-hmm. never going to get to number one. I know that. Yeah, And that sucks. Yeah. Are we are we still talking about video games? Yeah, this is, this is, <laughs> we're not talking <laughs> about the society as a whole. Okay. Well, we, we, that, it kind of is that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of you know there's a there is a big part of me that when. EA was forced to take out the loot boxes. I fucking jumped for joy. I'm still not gonna give them my money for the game, but I was like, good. Fuck you guys for trying to get 12 year olds to get their mom's credit card. And you know that
3: was Disney being like, take him out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, whether it was, I mean, they approved to put it in in the first place, so they're not scotch for either. But I'll go on record. Fuck EA, man. Used to be one of my favorite companies back when Madden was the shit and like, yeah. But they uh, they have driven. I think they're the, the biggest, the most hated they have, publisher, I believe. Yeah, more, well, they've driven than, Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh. Uh, they've driven more than five of my favorite game studios into the ground and killed them, and because they bought them. And Which they, are well, one of one of the biggest ones was Visceral. Hmm. That was the one that was developing the new Star Wars first yep. third person first person story game, hmm. uh, and they decided to buy Visceral. Basically, fire the entire team and remap the game so that it was some pay-to-win strategy game. Mm-hmm. Whoa! But it looked like it was going to be gorgeous. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer from E3, but it is it is um, Tatooine. It's like the cantina in Tatooine, and at the very end, you see this. It, it looks very Bom. like Uncharted graphics. Yeah, and you see this guy in this duster walk out of the cantina into this beautiful, beautiful 4K world. And then it says, you know, coming soon or whatever. And EA recently bought them and drove it in the ground because they wanted to make more money out of it. Because a single-player story, no one's going to spend DLC. No one's going to buy in-game items. No one's going to buy loot boxes for a single-player game. So fuck them. Yeah.
1: And that, my friends, is why you always know. (laughs) Grump, Grumpy, I Are we cool with that? Because I want to talk about yeah, one of please. my biggest qualms yeah, about the video game Quality industry. Qualms. Okay, this is kind of stupid, but it's still my biggest qualm when it comes to the video game industry, and it's something that came up in my life recently because my wife Women brought up a good Women character
0: in video games. No, no, no. Oh. no. Um, Which I think no. is a big point. Yeah.
1: It is a big point, but no. Um Oh, man, that is a really good one. Mm-hmm. That's can, a really big qualm. Can we talk
2: about that or no? Can I do yeah, this let's and then do we his. can talk about that? Yeah. Oh, Josh.
1: Um... <laughs> I am not happy about not cross-platform. Ah. Yes. yes. I'm like not happy about For those of you at that.
0: home playing the home game, Xbox over here, Tom, PlayStation over there. PlayStation you, Nintendo. You two have both. Yeah, I now have right. both. Um, Tom and I will. But who never... has Nintendo? That's yeah, Nintendo.
2: What I, Nintendo Switch. Holly, yeah. come over here.
0: <laughs> uh Let me kiss me. Tom and I will never ever be able to play but games. But here together. no,
2: that brings up a really good point
1: for me. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I don't God. want to have to buy three fucking yep. consoles. consoles so I can play with my fucking friends. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's like my my wife brought up the good point. She was like, I don't understand. You already have a PlayStation 4. Why do you need an Xbox? Because there are certain games I can't play on this or blah, blah, blah. Because my friends have, or my little my brother has an Xbox. I can't play the games I already fucking own <laughs> on PlayStation 4 on my xbox no cross or
2: I, I just don't get it except, except for rocket league. i want to i want to jump on this rocket league, i, yeah, I want to like, jump on this train. A, i get rocket league is a fun game but there's but more than the- just fucking rocket league in the world yeah um i want to jump on this train too just because as a kid growing up i was like nintendo all the way we talked about this in video games or us but also like to your point in i think in destiny where it's like uh it should be about cooperation it's like we should all be playing. But yes. understanding the world is a business and all yeah, this shit. It's, it's, a it's a
1: like business, capitalism. I get it, blah, I have blah, no blah, blah, problem with ex-
0: exclusives.
1: No I mean, problem at all with exclusives. But the fact that I have Destiny on one system. Or no. Um, I have. Overwatch. Overwatch. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> but I can't play with my brother who's on an Xbox. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I already paid this very company.
3: Least, it should be consoles. The consoles.
1: Yeah, to I just want to throw this consoles. out
0: there. Microsoft has extended an olive branch.
1: I understand what you're saying, but this is it's it's a whole industry thing that happen. I think is stupid, and it, there shouldn't be. It's kind of like human rights and civil rights. Are we still fucking talking about this? <laughs> this is not a thing. It's 2018. Yeah. Buck up and pair up. Yep. Yeah. It's I agree, man.
0: It is It so is super bullshit. Sorry. it's the most angry I've ever seen. I've yeah. never yeah. seen you. Like, I'm a little well, because nervous. I'm nervous laughing over well, here. Well, no. The thing is that, that, That's the, the, that it's impossible yeah. for the
3: four of us to play games
0: together. Yeah. We'll never <laughs> be able to play
2: games
1: together. We're never going to be able to play video games well, you know unless why? somebody
2: throws down 500 bucks. No. You know why? Because Corey hasn't gotten a second console. <laughs> we all have, have two consoles. But he shouldn't have I have a PC. To. Oh my
1: God, Cory! Yeah, PC Master race. race, hold my hand, like oh, get, yeah, yeah. get out here! Get out here! I guess my thing is um, no, Battle not Earth money over here. <laughs> For me, I, I've, as I've become an adult, and I've had to learn how to run money, I just, I just, I think of when I was a kid and the money that would have to be spent, and I'm like, no, it's not all about money. It's about the experience and all that kind of stuff. But still, it's like it's about the money. What? I, I also think about. I'm in a place where I have the means that I can do that. Mm-hmm. And that's great. I I'm very grateful for my mean the where I am in my life right now, but not everybody is there. Yeah. And so I ha- if I want to play with a friend of mine, I did this for my brother. I was like, I really want to play this game with you, so I'm gonna buy it for you. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's like it's it's just it's silly how much
2: money has to be thrown out for
1: the game. Absolutely.
2: Gaming. Hey, everyone at home, listen to this. Think what's gonna happen in three years when all the new consoles come out. I. Know. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you could have to buy them all over again yep. playstation x and xbox one two four mm-hmm. and then nintendo uh switcheroo uh hopscotch to come out sorry and then, i just
1: got really heated i'm did. sorry that everybody like, at that home. The, but it's something that i really am passionate about that i just well, don't because i believe in co- collaboration mm-hmm. and i believe that i should be able to just get online and play with my friends mm-hmm. it's the game that i'm playing i'm not yeah, it's on Xbox, or yeah, it's on PS4, but it's the game that I'm playing. Yeah. Why should I not be able to play Destiny, even though he hates it, with Corey, just because <laughs> we're just having a good time making fun of it, or whatever.
0: It's like a server thing, right, or something like that? No. am no. no. They just it's, don't want to do it. It's contracts with oh. PlayStation. And
2: yeah, they have they have. Contracts it's like, is all the Destiny servers on one
0: server? And it's like, all Blizzard,
2: or Activision. And then all the, like, the Overwatch Stuff is on. One. I mean, I know again, like PC. They it's literally a console. just Bungie, have...
3: uh, Destiny's on Bungie servers. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, have, everybody. They at just home. have to connect them. Activ- the problem is Act with Destiny specifically. Activision has a uh, exclusivity contract with PlayStation, mm-hmm. where they have like a few a few guns and like a couple maps are exclusive to PlayStation for a year, and then they go to other like PC and Xbox.
2: Mm. Wow.
3: So that we were all hoping that would stop after Destiny One, but they just did it again so it's an activism thing that's it's unfortunate yeah just, i just don't understand it anyway yeah. moving on
0: it's it's an interesting no i mean that's that's a really big one i mean there's there's a lot to that because on bungee
3: net you can log into Bungie.net, connect all of your like your battle net your xbox and your playstation into your blizzard account into your mm-hmm. uh, Bungie account and you could like theoretically yeah. if that was the case then you would be able to just like well actually have Bungie e- friends and I have a bungee friends list.
2: Oh, here goes. Here goes. Something that
3: I just thought about. So
1: I got an Xbox recently. Yeah. Yay. Exciting. And I got South Park um, fractured. But whole. hole. hole. Mm-hmm. And I was able to connect my Ubisoft account from my PS4. So all of my rewards that I might have had available were available. Keyword. For. Keyword mm-hmm. might have. Yeah. Yeah. If I played. Anyway. <laughs> so it was like, oh, yeah. that's this is cool.
3: You play or whatever.
1: Yeah, well, or I like my account. Blizzard connection with when I started playing um, um, Diablo, and Diablo with you guys, I just connected it with my PSN account, mm-hmm. and any rewards that were associated with previous purchases,
3: I had to say, there. That's my gripe with. That's my one gripe with Overwatch, is that my unlocks don't carry over In your BattleNet.
2: Yeah. yeah. I is think.
3: That, well, I was gonna say. I think. I think that's
2: probably maybe. I don't know. This is me. Like, this is the Prodigal Son prophecy um, might happen because I that Warner Brothers Games does that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Where you have a Warner Brothers account and it like knows if you've bought a lot of shit for your games and it yeah. connects them. Because the one thing I remember is I playing Injustice on the mobile game, so I can get the Batman Beyond skin on uh, Arkham City, <laughs> oh. and I was like, fuck yes that's what <laughs> i wanted and i think uh, I, if you think about it like it's probably gonna come up to the game developers to probably make like an account for you so that you can link up and you can play with other yeah. people kind
3: of maybe sort overpassing like the console war but um basically like the the industries has a lot of growing pains that it's that it's going through right now it's it's becoming a big boy and it realizes this and it doesn't know how to deal with it hmm. i, I yeah. hope it all shakes out and i hope like we get to a place where, you know, we don't have to have these. Like, would, it, would, would a good analogy be like it? for
2: this like, cross-platform thing? It's like if Sony releases a movie and then like Disney releases a movie, they only show in certain theaters. Yep.
3: You have to go to a yeah. Disney
2: theater. Yeah, that's
1: you can only such. watch it on Sony DVD players. That yeah. sucks booty hole. Mm-hmm.
0: Guys. It, it sucks. It's uh, It's frustrating. Um, I do want to talk about what we mentioned a little bit before because this is a, this,
1: this came up in the Justice League episode. This is right? a
0: gripe of mine, and it's it's women's armor in 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 video games. I want to I want to jump on it real quick. Especially, yeah, go ahead.
2: <laughs> One thing I really hated, and I started playing it because uh, I remember talking about it in the video games. themselves I was playing uh, Mad Max. By the way, I fucking hate that game. And I stopped playing it. Okay. Um, I started playing uh, Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain, and you can get Quiet, who's modeled after some girl in japan who's beautiful and all this stuff but the like you get new clothes for snake but the new clothes you get for the girl quiet is like just gold skin suits Mm -hmm. and gold and silver skin suits, (laughs) and her character is literally she has to be hydrated all times so she has to wear less clothing and i was just like my god if fucking tom as a 12 year old had this shit that door would be locked all the time, <laughs> but that's not okay. That's not okay in a video the spank game. Bank
1: bank is full. Seriously, yeah. I was
2: just like, it, the the concept of the character like maybe is cool, but the fact that she's like cladded in like well, she's wearing a bikini, she got like a net like leggings, and they're all torn up, and she literally is in a jail cell the entire game. I mean, at least where I'm at, and most of the time, she ha- she's laying down and she takes off her bikini. And I'm just like, dude. Yeah. Like, and like the thing is, you literally spend the game looking at her. I'm like, this is, this feels wrong. Well, as someone who, who comes from a, if,
0: an MMO background where you can get a piece of plate armor for your male avatar and it covers his entire chest and it's yeah. huge and it's bulky, and you're like, yeah, like I feel and You fucking, can barely see skin. I'm badass yeah. wearing this thing. And then the girl gets it and it's a bra. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, it's fucking ridiculous. I mean. You have
1: games like the Dead or Alive games. I think that's what they oh, are. Yeah, the, they're the oh, yeah. Beach volleyball and stuff. They're borderline porn.
0: It's, it doesn't make I, any sense,
2: man. The, and the Dead or, game came around, you know, like Dead or Alive games came around, like, I think the times where, like, all these fighter games came out. Like, Tekken, yeah. uh, Street mm-hmm. Fighter, um, Soul Calibur. And I I want to bring up Soul Calibur specifically because there's the character Ivy. Tiggo Biddies, and, like, she's physics. Oh, big, big old, like, mm. everything's bodacious. And you could change her outfits, too. And the, the thing about these games, like, you could change her outfits based on, like, glamour shit like that in game so no michael transactions or shit like that but everyone got these really cool armored pieces outfits but like there are just all these women who's just like boobs j- jiggling around for no reason it's like you know what i'm slicing you with a sword this doesn't seem logical That's why i, I don't always play as because you're disgusting and you <laughs> yeah. look like him <laughs> um but i mean there are things like that where it's like as a kid as a it's preview. game logic. It's video game logic that you're like. Sex it just, sells. I mean, well, that's to what me, it comes okay. Down to. I will, I will say I was probably like in the. I don't know if this is a minor, minority or my majority, but like, I loved that shit growing up because I was like a fucking perv peeping tom. But like, you were a teenage boy. Yeah, and yeah. then now growing that's up, that's what
0: it's for. I mean, that's why it's why it's there. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: But, but now, like, I'm growing up and I'm like, it's in a weird way, like obviously, the women are humans, but also it's like. I don't care about this character because they're not taking this character seriously either. Yeah. 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 It's
1: like, why they don't... take the way, like, okay. So some classic examples, um, Tifa Lockhart, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. Oh, barely wearing anything. Tomb Raider, Laura yeah. Croft, which she always has her midriff showing. And you're like, and you go, okay, so you're going through
0: the this ancient,
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and, you wanna... and, and you're wearing and you're you. short shorts. She's and not
2: wearing hockey pants. <laughs> but um, I will say that made sense.
1: That one was okay. <laughs>
2: Thank I will, you. I will say actually, with those two examples, like time has gotten better with them. Yeah. Because in Advent Children with Final Fantasy, Tifa doesn't wear like her tank top and short shorts. She wears like this mm-hmm. long black leather dress. Yeah. yeah. And like it's all it is is covering, is showing her arms. Oh, in and the and new the Tomb Raider, she's got and she got pants. Khakis. And she doesn't have like. And funny trivia fact with the Laura Croft boobs, like. Apparently, like right before they exported it, like they accidentally doubled her boobs. And that's why they were so big. Really? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And so, like, they just kept it because it became uh, like. Accidentally? Uh, someone did it. Uh, someone yeah. did it. And they Somebody was like, do it. Yep. Um, <laughs> fucking perf. Ship it. But,
0: um, we'll fix it in a patch. But then, like, later <laughs> What's on, a patch? I, yeah, I don't know if you guys patch. have played
2: any of the more recent Tomb Raider games, but um, she's not as, like, stupid bodacious and, uh, and she's more of like this girl that's like, trying to like follow in her own footsteps now. Like a lot of it's like, Oh, I need to follow my father's, but it's more of like, what do you need to do following your own? So you get that good her- heroin story, yeah. but then she's not wearing like tight shorts and yeah. you know, got a sunglass for no reason. And like giant boobs, she's like normal,
3: you know, petite girl. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it's like, they're kind of moving away from that a little bit, at least But
2: there's good. still like huge, like offenders of that shit right. where it's like, oh, come yeah. On. yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, um, I feel like that's, I, that's really good you got one more i want to actually
2: i mean this is weird because josh became the grumpy guy cory became the grumpy guy i
1: i like how we're the grumps about you're losing games. Games. you're losing your
2: grump identity yeah oh, i don't give a fuck new year new your grump identity new year 2018 <laughs> who dis anyways um hashtag not my time i want to go around the circle and say what is the worst dlc you ever bought oh
0: geez i think that'd be a cool one destiny
2: worst dlc Worst dlc
0: Destiny, <laughs> I didn't buy it. <laughs> uh, no, that's I don't think I know what my worst DLC. Yeah, was. I can't really.
3: How about how about let's let's end it on a positive note.
0: Yeah, let's well, say. I mean, that was kind of like a fun thing. Your trying.
3: favorite gaming experience in recent like history. Oh, I like that. I'm okay with that. I like that a lot. Yeah, can we end it on a positive? Like the deal DL- yeah.
1: When it comes to DLC, that's hard because I don't because yeah. I don't honestly I know the don't best buy DLC, DLC I ever except bought. for like
2: Destiny. Well, I, I feel the, for, like, like, for me, if I were to answer that question, I was like Battlefront.
1: If I really want
2: it, like the first I'll one, get like it. Oh. Yeah. when I fucking bought like some Jakku shit, I was like, "Fuck." I don't like when I buy I it. Like, Fuck yeah.
1: you! I don't like when I buy a game that I'm really excited about, and I, am like, you know what? I know I'm gonna play it, so I just get the deluxe edition, yeah, and then and I get it, and then the the DLC starts being released, and you're like,
3: "I've already had." Oh, movie. I can. Answer that I don't. No, I don't want that. The I didn't need that. Huh? The division. Oh so, yeah, the gold edition, and then I, I did not touch the DLC at all. Because the game was so bad. Yes, yeah. I'm holding your hand from that. Th- yes, across the way. Yeah, Wild, good and
1: also Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah, didn't touch the DLC. See? Love the full game.
2: And and again, like I say this before, I don't want to like partake too much of the hatred of the cultures of like what nerd yeah, culture yeah, could yeah. be. But it is kind of nice to have a like so a thinking sing- of a game as a whole. Well, it's nice to have a singular know. enemy
0: of like we don't like bad DLCs. Yeah, but it's I don't like, think like, I've had bad bo- DLC because don't like the game, I don't buy the DLC. That's a good point. Hmm. Fallout only-
1: 4, I really
2: enjoyed from beginning to end, mm. including the game
1: well, and, I mean, the, and the, DLC. the DLC. Has there never
0: been a game that you bought that you
2: liked and also you bought the DLC like this is it?
0: No. Really? Oh. No. Because I don't I don't buy DLC often. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Halo is really the only thing I've invested a, a lot of money in as far as DLC goes. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed fractured but whole. It's, but it's DLC hasn't really been released yet since it's such a new game. Yeah. I don't like it when they release DLC. That's kind of like a multiplayer aspect of the game or mm. new fights or something. Oh, and that's yeah, all you're doing. I want more story. Mm-hmm. When a DLC comes out, I want more story.
0: Yep. I agree.
1: I want more story that I can play and stuff like that. I don't, I don't need to
0: play with my friends. on yeah. some certain. Who needs friends? <laughs> Who needs friends? I can tell you my favorite game in recent history though. That's yeah. that's a for sure thing I can do. Are you yeah. gonna guess? No. You look like you're about to guess. I was trying to, I was like, nah, I don't know. Do you uh, have
3: D L C that you hated? Uh I think I said so. Did you? Uh, I forget now. Well go Oh, This has been a lot. This is this Let's has be been a real off. good
0: wind down from <laughs> our episode. Yeah. Um the favorite game that I've had good job. recently is Luna hair in my mouth. Excuse me. <laughs> uh I Luna. What <laughs> Was definitely, I mean, Legion was probably my overarch of this year. Like, that's the game I spent the most time on. Uh, as far as the expansion goes, it totally, like, I was, a, I almost quit World of Warcraft after that last expansion before it. So to have something that reinvigorated me so much that I played it for a year was huge to me. Um, Mass Effect was fun at first. Got really boring really quick, unfortunately. It's, it's one of my favorite franchises, but Andromeda didn't do it for me. What were you going to say?
2: I already said what my worst DLC was, and I guess he didn't hear it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Say it again. Oh. It was Battlefront. It was when I had to oh, download right. the Force Awakens crap.
0: Um, pissed. But I mean, I, yeah. I think I would still have to stick with the expansion of of Wow. I mean, I bought, I, I paid. Think about that is like Wow. I pay thirty dollars for every one of those expansions, and I have no problem with that. Yeah, because yeah. every every single one I've gotten feels I, like a brand new got game. Yeah. Of content. <clears throat> So that that's that'd be. I mean, mine. we didn't
1: talk about like Xbox Live accounts, PSN accounts, like Ugh. having to pay for those. It's frustrating. It's, it's. I mean, it's, the good thing is they're only ten bucks.
2: I I remember the good days. Or I, sixty
1: bucks a year or something like that. I do
2: mind sixty bucks a yeah, year. Yeah. I remember when PlayStation didn't have to have that shit. I remember mm-hmm, I had PlayStation right? Three, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And that was my big thing. I was like fuck you, Xbox. Like, you have to do your Xbox Live account just play online. It's like PlayStation, you didn't have to. And now it's like, oh, well, fine. I guess you're gonna make more money, so go ahead. Yeah. And then Nintendo yeah. didn't have to do that either. And I don't think you still, you still don't have to pay to play online with other people, but like their online servers were garbage. Like I remember playing right. Smash Bros. Brawl online and I was whooping ass because I whooped ass at that game. And I was just like, don't worry, I hit you. It's just lagging. It's just like taking a real... lagging on like you're about a, to see the di- on a brawling end. game. There is. it is. <laughs> is so is
3: so underwhelming. We really need a Smash on Switch because I haven't played Smash in so long. Yeah, it's so good.
0: Hmm. I think it's a good place to end it. But uh, no other good. Gaming? So what is the true price of gaming?
1: Thousands. A lot, a
0: lot guys. <laughs> a lot of money. Far more than the price tag on the box. Let's yes. just put it that way. I wanted to give my. Just wanted to give a shout out to The Last of Us. Yeah,
3: for sure. That's oh my game yes. In recent memory, just the storytelling and everything about it was so so. And well the done. addition,
1: the DLC, um, left behind. Uh, yes, yeah. See, that's that like a good, good example
3: of good DLC. Yeah, it's completely and anal- like completely like separate. And, and yeah, you have a co- cohesive experience. with You have last a world that they've
1: built in the and main separate, game. Yeah, and then they gave you the Last of yeah. Us Two is going to be so good.
2: I, oh my god! I'm so The excited. last good game experience I got was probably Wolf Among Us Mm -hmm. mm-hmm okay and but also Digimon Cyber Sleuth I know I gotta represent represent my Asian bros and all the other people who love anime shit but it's pretty much like the RPG Digimon game but then like it was like that part of Pokemon that I wanted to have on a console that I never got that Digimon was like yeah we'll give it to you you're the console game it's like Fucking thank you. It's not open world or a sandbox at all but like I just want to see my 3D ass Pokemon Digivolve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like oh well now I get Agumons I can Digivolve. So I'm like okay cool. And I don't want fucking OmniMon. Still
0: waiting for that 3D Pokemon game. It's never gonna happen. Uh-oh. Anyway. It's never gonna happen. Well so, there we go.
1: I feel good about that. I yeah. still feel a little heated. My heart hurts yeah. a little bit. Well these are things that we, aren't we care about
0: solved. That's why. And yeah. we care about them. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a thing that we we know we're gonna leave this room still having to deal with. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm.
1: it. Everybody at home Tell us, we want to hear your qualmy qualms about the game. Or the, the good game. things about or the gaming yeah, industry. Exactly. What, what, what do you love about the industry? What do you not love so much? I'm yeah. totally down to hear what, that.
2: What game do you wish was cross-platform? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Um,
1: let's do the follow stuff. Yeah, I'm good with that. All of our information in terms of following us, all of our social medias is media. all in one place. Mm-hmm. Media is a plural by itself. The interwebs. <laughs> um nerdonthepodcast.com and a very important thing about our website is there's something new that we have launched. Woo. Yeah, that is our Patreon. We launched it a couple of weeks ago, yeah, and it is up, and we already have some patrons. So thank, thank you, you, everybody. We'll, we'll have thank a, a, a the show. Some,
0: some stuff for y'alls alls Some cool yeah. rewards on there. Check it out.
1: Yeah, this check podcast,
0: it out. This podcast, as Josh says, does not run itself. Um, we'd like we'd like it to. We'd like to do this for a living. We can't yeah. yet. Not but yet. With your help, we may just get the first step uh, in the door.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, all of our social media stuff, all of our individual social media mm-hmm. stuff, is is on the website as well on the about page. You can check it out. All of our various websites, mm-hmm. credits, blah blah blah.
0: Instagrammies, Twitters. Yeah. Um, we should add. I don't think I've added yet, but we should add our Blizzard accounts on there and stuff like that. So, keep, well, those will, those will types. probably be up there by the time this episode comes out.
1: Yeah. And we'd like to give a special shout out to another podcast. If you're looking for another nerdy film podcast, Bears on Film.
4: Shout another, out! Yeah. Mm-hmm. shout out. Thank
1: you. Um, yeah, been uh, super supportive on the Twitters and on Instagram, and it's been uh, really cool. But they shouted us out on their show as well. So, so tag your it Bears. Yeah.
0: On
1: film. <laughs> awesome, everybody at home. Thank you for listening. As always.
4: Nerd on Ending Broadcast.